Welcome to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast for it. I'm Mary Hughes. I'm John Pingle. And welcome back to Monthly Music Digest. The old MMD. <laughs> the old MMD. That's right. The Doctors of Music. <laughs> Here we are. <laughs> uh, and uh, we're, we're taking a look at the albums that really stood out for us for the month of April. And I gotta say, John, it was kind of a weird month for me. Because I I know at least two of my selections are just stand out head head and shoulders above everything, and then my other choices they're good, but I wouldn't put them at that level. So I think I'm honestly more interested to talk about how disappointing April was for <laughs> month for music for the month more so than I am about our actual choices because I think yeah. I messaged you. Halfway through the month, and I went, oh boy. You did? I'm not feeling anything. And I actually, I'm looking at this right now, and I didn't even listen to one of the bands I wanted to listen to. <laughs> so, Eels, I'm sorry. I hope your album was good. <laughs> We're going to trust that it was it was a, a decent outing. I'll, I'll listen. <laughs> right. <laughs> but it was I, was, I was looking at the month's releases, and I went, yeah. oh boy, I don't, I don't know. And every time I'd listen to something, nothing was... I wasn't adding anything right. to my to my list, and it's it's a good thing the end of the month came along. Cause, Dude, oh I'll tell you what, because there I knew of at least one release that I was super yeah. super excited about that was coming out basically near at the end of the month, and one other that I was pretty sure that I I would dig. Right, and after I. Again, after I heard those two, and I was like, "All right," I kind of got excited. Like maybe more of what I was going to hear was really going to, yeah, be on a level of this is I love it. Yes, and instead it was more just like I like it. Yeah, it's it's okay. Very uh, much so. So it's it's kind of slanted here in the month of April from the things that perhaps we truly enjoyed a lot and stuff that maybe we like for April. <laughs> such, such a slant that both of us forgot sixth albums. Yes, we did. Until today. <laughs> Until today. When you said, oh man, I got to pick a sixth album. And I went, six? Oh, oh. <laughs> uh-oh. Yeah, and you know, and this is obviously, this is not knocking necessarily our choices uh, beyond the ones that I think we, we have a bit more strong right, feelings right. about. We still dig them. Uh, but they're, it was just a weird month. And much like you, I was actually looking at lists of releases kind of periodically yeah. through April. And everything I saw, for the most part, I was just like, I'm not that interested in any of this. I was just hoping. Yeah. I'm like, something's got to be good. <laughs> and then, like I said, April 20th was... For me, that's where one, two, three of my albums come from. Oh hell, man! So that was a big day yes. for the for your yes. for your choices for this month. Well, my big day was April twenty seventh. Oh wow! And uh, <laughs> I know that's a long wait, but I had been anticipating this album for at least two to three months now. Okay, and we're gonna start off with. I'm not not only going to say it's one of my choices for April, but it, it is one of my choices of best album of the year. Whoa. And that is Janelle Monet with Dirty Computer. So, okay. <laughs> now, you have you have two albums that have two features on them yeah. that I went, oh. <laughs> and I believe this is the album that starts off with uh, Beach Boys' Brian Wilson, yes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Helping Great. out uh, on the on the title, the title little track there. And, mm -hmm. you know, she's got some other people kind of slipping in and helping out on that. But as I was reading up on the stats of the album, she was involved on every detail. But that's kind of a that's Janelle Monet in general. That's how she yeah. is with all of her albums, with her her look, the videos, everything. But uh, this is Dirty Computer from Janelle Monet. It's her fourth album, and simultaneous to the release of the album was the release of the Emotion Picture. 
Oh, yeah. oh, who who did one of those? There was somebody that has somebody done that before. Somebody did that. Yeah, yeah. It was oh, it was Frank Ocean. I think oh, did something like that. <laughs> okay, you know what? And I can see some very nice symmetry there between these two artists. Right. So that totally makes sense to me. But yeah, so she released a uh, emotion picture by the same name as the album Dirty Computer. I highly recommend that you watch it. Uh, if you enjoy her music, you'll dig it because it's basically a long music video with also a story going on at the same time. Tessa Thompson, the Valkyrie yeah. uh, from Thor Ragnarok is in it as well. And uh, if you if you dig Janelle Monáe's music, if you dig uh, Black Girl Magic, if you dig queerness, you're going to be a happy person. <laughs> you know, and I was listening to this album and I, I couldn't... I was trying to place the sound and how to describe it and it almost sounds like... A love story, or if we're using a a computer term, a love email. It's I think to it's a, yeah. Prince. Oh God, yeah, man. <laughs> okay, so you know, obviously, I'm never going to know the full extent of the love that Jan- Janelle Monae had for the late great Prince, right? But he was like a mentor to her. Oh, it shows, for and sure. and he was involved with the the starting stages of the creation of this album. Oh. You know, kind of giving her advice and like saying, yeah, trust your gut, go with this. And kind of there every step of the way for a lot of it until he, you know, sadly passed. Yeah. And when you listen to certain tracks on that album, especially Make Me Feel. Yeah. That sounds so much like Prince, but in the best possible way. That bass line, that funky sound. Yeah. Oh, my God. It is such a jam. Yeah. For sure. This is... um when I listened to this, I went, oh, here's where the music was. Where, <laughs> yeah. where was it all month? Here it is. This is it was waiting for April 27th, and it yeah. was waiting for, uh, for Janelle Monet. But the whole album is, is really tight. It's kind of got a sociopolitical yeah. tone to it. It's very feminist. It's very queer. It's, very, it's an album that's very proud of what it's representing for this person. Yeah. And I read a, a great interview with her in Rolling Stone where she talked about how this is kind of like her love letter to to people like her, to the outcasts, okay. to the weirdos, to you know, to the Bowies, to the princes, yeah. to you know, everyone who's felt like an outsider as an opportunity to be like, I'm proud of who I am. This yeah. is who we are, and basically fuck you if you don't like it. And it kind of shows throughout the whole album, but I will say this, if you watch the film and then listen to the album, it, it, it heightens the experience oh, okay. even more, okay. even more. So asking me to choose a favorite song off of that is like yeah, no. asking me to choose, you know, what finger I have to lose off my hand or something. So when, when I listen to your selections, I will add them to my list. Yeah. And I think I was listening to it and I'm like, man, all these songs are great. Oh shit! I forgot to add like the back <laughs> half of the album. So I agree, dude. Every song is is highly enjoyable. Oh yeah, and really really good. And I you know I tried to kind of whittle it down because not only is this album great, but it's just it reminds me of how much of a fan of her music I've been for a while now. Because yeah. I remember way back in about two thousand seven two thousand eight, sitting around watching MTV two. Ooh, you know. And this video came on, and here was this chick in kind of like a, a suit, yeah. and there was lots of robotic stuff and fast dancing and the pompadour kind yes. of hairdo. And I was like, who are you, and where have you been my entire yeah. life? And that was the first time I had heard of her with a track called Mini Moons, and it was off her first release. And, uh, and she's just steadily become, I think, just, she's icon level at this point for me. She, she's just killing it. I 100% agree. <laughs> I 100% agree. So I, I jotted down, obviously in my list online, it's every song on the damn album pretty much. Yes. Except for some tiny little interlude things. It's every full song. Uh, but I was like, okay, I'm going to narrow it down to three and then I'm going to make myself choose just one. But with the caveat that I love them all. Yeah. And choosing, it's it's near to impossible. So... I had narrowed it down to Make Me Feel, mm-hmm. I Like That, and Django Jane. Yes, that, I really like Django Jane. And the thing is, is like I've cycled through several songs where I'm like, oh, this is all I want to listen to yeah. right now is this particular track. But in the end, 
Django Jane, man, is such yeah. a fucking great yeah. song. Every bit of it. She's calling people out. She's being all super proud. If you see the video, it's just her in this awesome suit with like surrounded by these women and other suits. And it's Love just, it. oh my, it, it is so good. And the song itself, it's uh, a, leaning more on the rap side of things than just you yeah. know straight up singing and straight up like funk or whatever. But she navigates all those lanes so well. But yeah, Django Jane is just the shit. And so that's that's Love my it. choice. Again, they're all amazing. No, though. yeah. I, I And I also have an album like that. Um, it won't be the first album I talk about. But <laughs> more on that later. That's right. That's right. So yeah, there's my, my first pick for April and uh, quite possibly the best album of the year. I'm calling it Janelle wow. Monet, Dirty Computer. Well, all right. That's a ringing endorsement. <laughs> Goodness. I'm trying to think if I have any ones that are out. Yeah, I probably have like one or two so far. Yeah. That's going to be fun. Oh, yeah, man. Uh, when we try to wrap this up yeah. at the end of the year. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm, very, I'm very excited for that. So unlike April, where I wasn't excited for most of the music, uh, I must say um, there is a book, I believe, uh, entitled um, Last Night, A DJ Saved My Life. Well, yeah. I, well I will say um, this month, Hip Hop Saved April. Oh, fuck yeah, man. Uh, uh, the new J. Cole album, which um, I I feel like I'm somewhat familiar with, with him. Yeah. Um, K.O.D., which apparently stands for Kids on Drugs, <laughs> or King Overdosed, or Kill Our Demons. So whatever you want. It's got a great cover. Yes, it does. <laughs> um, I don't know about you, but when I listen to hip hop, I think for me, uh, beat and production comes before lyrics. You know what? I mean, I think like a lot of times I can kind of go with that as well. I'm I sort of raised myself a little bit on hip hop in the 90s that, you know, when I was younger and growing up. Mm -hmm. So I was listening to, you know, like uh, Tribe Called Quest. Yeah. And, you know, perhaps lesser known groups and things. So what I'm always looking for in hip hop is something that works together yes. where the lyrics, you know, they, they're giving me something, but that the music is supporting it enough that it all kind of comes together in this one cohesive yes. thing. And the, the music side of this J Cole album is really cool, man. Yeah. And he did most of it. Nice. Yeah. I mean, he had help with, you know, but he did, it, he did most of the producing on this album, which is great. Yeah. And I mean, it's a very, interesting album obviously talks about um you know topics like uh addiction and stuff Mm -hmm. like that and depression oh yeah goodness yeah my favorite song is just lyrically it's amazing and it's just like fuck man like (laughs) you know it's like geez it's going through some shit well and you know not for you know there's a ton of rap and hip-hop songs that are about i guess the the more quote-unquote basic line that a lot of music of that nature can be about but i think that's why like stuff like this j cole album or stuff like as we mentioned earlier conscious rap like frank ocean and things of that nature where you're kind of getting into their personal demons in a way that maybe other rap and hip-hop artists aren't striving for currently most deaf and yeah yes hell yeah man Yeah, yeah um i Thoroughly enjoyed this album. I listened to it again today, and man, just really good. I'd say, like I said, my fa- my favorite song on the album. I, th- most of the album's very good. Uh, title track's great. Uh, the cutoff, ATM. Actually, photograph was going to be the song that I was thinking about choosing because it, it's about him liking this girl who gave him a photograph, and he doesn't want any of his friends to know that he's like digging on this girl (laughs) and it's great i really like it i also like kevin's heart just because it's you know we know kevin hart and stuff yeah 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 brackets and friends but the one that hit me the most and i listened to it again today actually i listened to it three times over was window pane which is um just a very powerful song lyrically and he talks about meeting a fan who i believe lost her brother i think oh wow what it was okay Um, just lyrically it's just like you can tell, you can feel it through through the song. So, I mean, Window Pane would be would be my selection for the best song on this album. But um, I'd never listened to any J Cole before, and I'm like, uh, well, time to go go on back through the other ones. This is his fifth studio album. So, oh, sweet, yeah. nice. Well, and I think you know, just as a, a counterpoint, I think what you were saying about hearing the beat and the production first yeah. before you go into lyrics. The minute I heard just the opening 
part of KOD. Yeah. I was like, oh, like yeah. I'm I'm into this. Yeah. This is this is not what I expected. And it it totally it totally gets into your ears and won't let go. It's good stuff. No, I agree, man. I totally agree. And speaking of good stuff, uh, you know, John, he had the opportunity to see, of course, as we both exchange our, our artists and the list of songs with Janelle Monet, except for those interludes, the little short things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I put basically every song on the album. Well, there was no letting off any song of this next album I'm going to talk no. about. <laughs> Every single one, interludes and everything in between. And, uh, and that's Kali Uchis. Yes. Uh, with her album that came out, I believe, on the 15th of April, around about that time, called Isolation. This is what I would call a morning album. You know what? <laughs> I mean, I, I have listened to it several times, and... You're not wrong. Yeah. It's most of the time it's been in the morning. So. Oh, yeah. No, it's it's a good, like, start your day. It is. It's really good. And uh, now, it, for those of you listening out there, if you're not familiar with Kali Uchis, she's a Colombian-American singer, songwriter, and she's been around, actually, for, for a short little time of kind of putting her name out. She put out yeah. an EP uh, back in 2015 called Por Vida. And I had even heard a track off of that in its perhaps its demo or original version, Riding mm-hmm. Round, that I really liked and have on a burn CD somewhere in my life. <laughs> and, you know, always would kind of keep an eye on her name if it popped up on like a blog right, or something. Right, right. But it just never seemed like anything much was going on. She released like a, a song or two and then I wouldn't hear about her. And here I am digging around in the month of April. And I see uh, in a magazine, like a, a, a music-based magazine, where someone said, Kali Uchis's Isolation may be the best album of 2018. And I was like, that's high fucking praise. Goodness, yeah. So I was like, okay, going to check this, this bad boy out and see what I think. And I was absolutely blown away by how smooth and good the production of this album is. Yeah. And how... When you listen to it a little deeper, these are not necessarily the happiest songs that are going. There's a lot of songs no. about being alone. There's a lot of songs about, I mean, there's songs about prostitution, about some drug use. There's a little bit of everything going on there yeah. and, and a nod to her, her Colombian you know, roots. And it's got a little bit of everything. And also just, yeah, it's like Bossa Nova meets R&B. I was yeah. thinking earlier, uh, there's a singer from the 60s and 70s that I've always liked uh, by the name of Astrid Zilberto. She has this great, jazzy, Brazilian bossa nova mm-hmm. vocals. And it's like, th- that woman had a baby with Sade from the 80s. <laughs> and they created Kali Uchis oh, and man. this album. But uh, she gets a lot of cameos from some unique across the board people uh after the storm it's bootsy collins and tyler the creator hanging out with her on that track so <laughs> i love tyler the creator do yeah. we know, do we know this do i, I am, do not know that you love i, I didn't am know obsessed this. oh really with him in odd future okay uh, i remember the first time i heard them and then my friend was like but wait he's also involved in this and it sounded completely different and i went this man is a genius, and he is. I'll fight anyone that doesn't say it. <laughs> I mean, uh, I love him and everyone in the crew. So, uh, yeah. So I that was the name that I went, Tyler's on this. Yep, yep, yep. With Bootsy Collins. Bootsy Collins, man. And also, I'm looking up here, and I think you may have seen me go, hmm? Yeah. Uh, in My Dreams is produced by the Gorillas. Damon Albarn, man. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, I, I was like, huh? And then I look at the Tyler, the creator track. And that is produced by uh, Bad, Bad, Not Good, yeah. which is another one of Tyler's. He brings them in a lot. That's right. He, yeah. loves, he loves them. So it's like she collabed and then was like, you know what? Why don't you go ahead and do that? Why don't you do that? <laughs> she, le- she let them kind of put their energy there. Yeah. And then just, you know, she steps in with her sound, with her words. Yeah. And I mean, it, even to, to another thing, she's got on a tra- one of the tracks on there, I believe. Is it Tomorrow? Something like that, where it's um, Kevin Parker from Tame yeah, Impala. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like she she just pulled in all kinds of cool influences, and yet the album doesn't sound disjointed. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it flows very. It nicely. flows so so good, and uh, it's just I fucking love it. I've I've listened to it so many times. 
I probably the day that I actually was like, oh, yeah, gonna listen to this and check it out. I think I ran through it at least four times solid. I just sat there and let it play over and over. And I was like, oh, shit. She's also only 24, so. Right, like, what the <laughs> fuck, man? What the fuck? And she, you know, she's slowly releasing videos for the songs on yeah. the album. And the one for After the Storm with Bootsy and Tyler, the oh, creator. I gotta watch that for sure. It is, it is such a trip. Yes, you do need to watch it. I wonder who directed that. Now that I'm not entirely sure about. I do know she released like a mashup of two of her interludes, Body Language and I believe, I can't remember the other one, but it's like a little mashup of two of them. And I'm watching this and I'm like, oh, this is a very kind of sensual video. And it's just her, for you know, in this video moving around. And then come to find out she directed that shit herself. Oh, man, that's great. <laughs> so, you know, she's just totally taking charge of what of what she's doing with with her music and with the direction of of her sound and uh i just i applaud it you know instead of constantly being everywhere i kind of get this feeling she's taking her time to create something she really wanted to put out there into the world and it fucking shows because this is debut too right Yeah. yeah yeah she did an ep and dropped some singles and then this is her first full length and it's fucking great so Again, this was hard for me to choose a song off of this that I that I love the most. I love After the Storm. That's obviously my Yeah. <laughs> Tyler's verse on that's great. I just he just pops right in. And just like, even right, having Bootsy Collin there at the start just... and that little you know, oh yeah. He's so good. Yeah. Um I love just like the how mellow and yet blunt dead to me is. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> but in the end, I'm, I am a sucker first and foremost for that that kind of bossa nova thing. So, body language, I it's Intro the op- track. it's the opener, and it is so fucking good. And the more I listen to it, the more I realize that she's not singing necessarily to anybody. She's just like, I kind of <laughs> want to get on a plane and leave by myself. <laughs> bye, just you know, bye, Felicia. Bye. <laughs> so yeah, Kali Uches, isolation. Um, it's right up there with Janelle Monet for me. It's a damn good album. There you go. So debuts, we got a bunch of debuts, and you were talking about how um released what some singles and EP and then dropped an album. Yeah. Well, this next band, I just kind of saw their album and I listened to it and I went, Oh, Sleet Singer kind of sounds like Billy Joel Armstrong. <laughs> that was my thought when I first started. And then I went, wait, is this his kid's band? Because his kid has a band. Oh, wow. And I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head, but they are very good, too. Okay. Uh, then I looked it up and I went, oh, it's actually <laughs> Billy Joe from Green Day's side project. Uh, it's <laughs> The Long Shot, which is funny because he's Billy Joe and he's super famous, so... Your band's not really a long shot to be successful. No, not so at all. He went, "Hey, this is this is some songs from this new band I'm working on," and everyone was like, "Oh, this is good." And he was like, "Oh, uh, here's the album." Like the next <laughs> week, the next week is just like, "Here you go." So I would, it's like an alt indie. I think the best thing it I would describe it as is if you really liked Warning, the Green Day album, which I did. A lot of people didn't. Yeah, it's kind of like that. Okay, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. It's not, you know punk rock no 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 it's very like straightforward yeah you know because i listened to it for the first time today yeah and so you know it's a very nondescript cover it's just like a car i think with some snow on it and then like the long shot yeah you know and i'm listening to it and i was like wow that voice sounds really familiar again just being like that you know it sounds like someone i know yeah who is it and so i thought why does it sound like Green, the guy from Green Day, Billy Joe? And then I look it up and I'm like, okay, so it is you. That's yeah. awesome. But the thing that I kind of liked about it was that it it sort of sounded old school to me. Yes. You know, it, the songs, they're not too long. No. I mean, what Green Day song is? Well, true. <laughs> but yes, uh, yeah. I mean, they are, they're all roughly about two and a half minutes to yeah, three minutes, the, the, which is fine. Ramon's length is oh, how I, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, definitely. But uh, it's, it, you know, it's a really good sound. And I kind of like it when an artist has sort of started off from somewhere and they, they cycle back somehow yeah. to maybe to the things that they enjoyed or or liked doing from the get-go. Yes. And yeah, I, I'm, I'm kind of digging it because, you know, it could go the Jack White route where you're just starting groups all over the place and 
who knows where you land. But this seems more solid to who Billy Joe Armstrong yes. is as a as a singer and I songwriter. Agree. I agree. Um, also, Billy Joe has a bunch of side projects as well. Does he really? Yeah. <laughs> um, not, but it's not like. They are very sporadic, but if I mean, because he's been around forever. Oh yeah, you go back and you're like Pinhead Gunpowder. What the hell is that? <laughs> uh, but he has a lot of good side projects too. I, I really enjoyed this album, and just hearing uh, him cover "Goodbye to Romance" by Ozzy was right. Very strange. It was so bizarre, but it was <laughs> but good. not bad. That's it's just a very it. Yeah, good cover. It was unexpected pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I mean, like most of his work, it's very straightforward stuff. Yeah, I. I mean, Taxi Driver is a great song. Dude, that Col- that was my choice. Cult Taxi Hero Driver. is also a great song. Yeah. Uh, for me, I really enjoyed Turn Me Loose. I think that's my favorite song. Nice. Um, I have no reason why it's my favorite song. I just enjoy it. But also, um, I went back to just go see what else was going on on the Long Shot page, and they just released another song. Like he's just like, here's more songs. <laughs> uh, it's called Devil's Kind. And oh, nice. I actually really enjoyed that song. And if it was part of the album, that would have been my choice. Okay. But it's okay. not just, you know, honorable mention for Devil's Kind. He's just releasing what he's just doing, whatever. It's he just wants. so nonchalant, is what it seems like. He's just like, okay, yeah. yeah. Basically. Yeah. And he also, he's like, oh, by the way, I also have, uh, I think he has a side project with um, the lead singer uh, from Rancid. Oh, wow. Okay. He's cool. like, yeah, by the way, I'm going to do a side project with him too. All right. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess he can when you're. You know, dude, you know, American idiot, you do whatever you want. Right. Exactly. I was just thinking, you know, when you were when you mentioned Kaliuchis's age and I'm just like, these fucking kids with all their talent. And then I'm looking, you know, listening to to Billy Joe and what he's doing. I'm like, fuck you, old man. How dare you have so much talent? And creativity. <laughs> yeah. Goodness. <laughs> How dare you, sir? How dare you? Yeah. So tur- Turn Me Loose is my favorite. And, that, you know, debut album. I don't know if we mentioned that, but yeah, it is. So Nice. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Well, after the, my top two heavy hitters for the month, I start moving into the more like, I like it. Maybe I'll grow to love it as time goes on. Maybe I won't. You know, I, I can't honestly say, but right here, right now, the sound works for me. Yeah. And kind of a theme i think in my my list once you get past the two full albums that i have where there's this sort of theme of dream pop garage rock yes like it's just i fell into a vat of that kind (laughs) of music and couldn't get back out again but (laughs) but uh my third choice uh for april is a band called heinz Mm -hmm. which uh i believe if i if i read this correctly earlier uh in the week or in the past week that's like Spanish for female deer or small deer yes. or something like that. Yeah. So Heinz with their second full album, I Don't Run, is the title of that. I don't either. <laughs> what did a teacher used to say to me? I only run if I'm being chased. Ah, yes, yes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's just good, solid kind of garage pop rock. Uh, it's a four-person four band, all awesome ladies yes. killing it. And they're from Madrid. Yeah. Which, you know, just sort of coming out of nowhere. And this won't be the first uh, group on this list of mine where it's just like, oh, they're not from the United States. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it, it's not like some revolutionary album in, in any way. It's just a good, a good, solid yeah. album. It's got that kind of garage rock sound. They have some kind of interesting uh, harmonies and you know vocals happening with each other. It can get a little disjointed on occasion for me. Yeah. Um, but certain tracks stand out a lot and I just enjoyed listening to them. Lots of times the less rocker ones were the ones that kind of were ringing my bell, like Soberland. I really enjoyed. And, uh, I think they, the, my top track, uh, which is actually the name of my mom, but, uh, Linda was my favorite track off of the album. It just had such a, an unexpected path that the song followed. Yeah. And I really, really enjoyed it. And, you know, they, this isn't their first, you know, they've put, they've released a, a previous album and they've had some singles out and they've got right. a lot of good buzz out there in the music world. Uh, and I'll be interested to see how they grow mm-hmm. as time goes on if, if their sound changes because their first album was probably a lot more 
fun or maybe a little okay. more frivolous in tone whereas this album's dealing with like some actual serious topics like yeah. shitty relationships and uh and drinking too much and etc and so on yes. <laughs> but uh my my track off of that one from the Heinz is linda so i don't run is the album and that's from Heinz. <laughs> okay so this is an album my next album here is um i guess is Probably the most hyped album. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know where you're going now. <laughs> that would uh, that would be on my list. And I actually avoided this album, not out of anything other than I was like, I need to have time to listen to this. Because w- when I'm listening to albums, I usually listen to them at work. And um, it's a good environment for me to see what other people think. Yeah, yeah. But also, like, I'm, you know, I'm just adding songs to, right. to my list. So that's because, you know, I'm at a desk kind of standing whatever anyway so <laughs> and i had heard the single i mean everyone has heard the single a yes. million times yes they have this album. and i feel like the single came out well before dude oh my it's been goodness. a it's, it's been almost a, been a year yeah it's been a long time because i know when i first heard it it was just sort of through word of mouth yeah kind of deal yeah and i mean the single is great and the, uh, the album is uh the debut album from one Cardi B invasion of privacy. Yeah. And you hear that song and it's just like, it's, it's a tight song. Oh dude. It's yeah. It's, it's, it's got so many good hooks to it. It's yeah. It's got a lot of good hooks. The beat is great. I feel like the person who produced Jay white is the person who produced. And I actually see a lot of um, similarities when he produces her track. It, she raps, she raps differently. I think through most of the songs, but when it's like Bodak Yellow or anything that he produces, she is in that, um, that pocket. Okay. She's in that pocket of, of rapping a certain way. Um, this album, I think this album is one that I added every song on. I think so. That's what I was thinking when I was looking at your track list. I was like, I think John might have added each each song. On and this I've listened one. to this album a couple of times. I actually listened to this album after everything I listened to on the twentieth, and I was like, oh, that Cardi B album, I got to listen to. That. Yeah, yeah. I was not disappointed. This album is a fantastic debut for someone. Nice. Um, she's just fucking nailing it. On every, it's just like, God damn, this is, this is hip hop. <laughs> this is what I want to listen to. Um, and a lot of people at work are like, yeah, this is great. Right. Like, All right, cool. <laughs> so, man, there was something I was going to say about this. There it is. I like it. So if there's one song on here that I was, at first I was like, oh shit. And then I was like. Oh, that didn't go where I wanted right, it to right. go. Right, right. It would be I like it. Okay. Because it comes it starts with the I like it like that and then it like a beat drops and I was like, Oh shit and then it kinda changes after <laughs> right. that. And I was like You're like Damn but it. no I'm like, no, continue with what you were doing. <laughs> Man. So I mean this album's great. I thoroughly enjoy it. I think it's very well produced lyrically. It's a very good album. I yeah. mean earlier we talked about how I look for one thing up. And the other. Right, right. This one has it's everything. I don't know what this was. It's swirling and then throwing it. <laughs> it was kind of like a Doctor Strange sort of. Oh yeah, I was making, <laughs> making stretching stuff. That's right. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> so I mean, I, I, Bodak Yellow is almost like an obvious choice. So I kind of went to another uh, Jay White produced track, Money Bag, nice, which I really like. So that's my favorite. You guys need to check this album out. It's just very um, Lauren Hill. What is this? Be careful. I just see a Lauren Hill credit. Oh fuck! So I don't know uh, what that's about, but Lauren Hill's apparently hanging out on this album too. So nice that that adds even more mojo to uh, Cardi B's yeah. debut. And you know, I, I just hopping in here just a second before we before we move on. You know, Bodak Yellow. That's always going to be my choice off of this. It's so it's addictive so when you hear it. It's like it it kind of makes me mad that I, you know, that I like it as much as I do sometimes, <laughs> but it's a great great track. The other thing I love about that track is when you're listening to it on the radio, it's the radio version. Right. And then when you listen to 
the album version, it just adds some oh, songs yeah, that they had. It does. To, and I'm like, oh shit, this song is somehow <laughs> better now. And that kids is why every all music should be unedited and uncensored. Oh, I I am in total agreement with that man. Total agreement. But it hits harder somehow. It hits so much harder, and she's just she's got a really hard rap style to yeah. her doesn't matter what she's getting into or like what she was kind of guesting on that bruno mars track right now with yeah. like the in living color oh, style I, video and i love that yeah and i it's, mean it's basically the in Inliv- it's a cover of that song right and yeah. even her part in it because it's got that whole the, the 90s colors and all of that yeah. she's still she brings this kind of toughness that I think we haven't seen a whole lot of. I mean, Nicki Minaj has got that vibe. Yes. You know, but, you know, I'm thinking back to like, again, showing my old school like roots. Like Lil, Lil' Kim? Lil' Kim, you know, or going even further back, Queen Latifah back yeah. in, in the heyday of her her rapping. And so I'm always happy. Like Foxy Brown. Too. Foxy fucking Brown, man. So, nah, Cardi B on, on the scene and, and just dominating, basically. You know who I'd be. Yes. <laughs> love it love it oh fantastic man uh well going in a completely different direction uh from cardi b and and the rap well, we're that gonna she's do like down. a little we're gonna be swirling around that's here. right there's a lot of swerves here yeah. in april uh we're gonna we're gonna bounce all the way to south korea friends uh to a indie rock dream pop band out of south korea called say sumi uh, who I just sort of stumbled upon based on a recommendation from someone and then went to band camp and checked out their album. And I was like, God damn, you guys are doing shoegaze better than, yeah. than shoegaze I've heard ever. Yeah. Uh, the album they have out, it's their second full album. It's called Where We Were Together. And it's Seisumi. And uh, they had done uh, like some singles out there. They've got a covers EP out right now. Oh. Of just, you know, like four covers of tracks that they're into. But this full album is so enjoyable. If you like that dream pop yeah. sound, it's mellow. You know, you can pay attention to the lyrics and get stuff out of it. But you kind of don't have to. Yeah. In order to enjoy the flow of everything. And uh, it's just kind of got that sweet, sad indie jingle jangle going on and i think a few songs and stuff where you'll hear some stuff in korean but most of it's in english and uh it's just i really enjoyed it yeah i actually really liked it when i got into it i'd have to be in a certain kind of mood to listen to it though i agree um i think this was one of the albums that i was I was not in that certain mood. Yeah. <laughs> I did enjoy, I enjoyed two of the tracks off of it, but I, I will go obviously back and, but I was, yeah, not, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. You got, admit. you got to be in the right kind of mood for it because on occasion they hit a, um, a surf note, which if you're not into surf guitar, well, one, what's wrong with you? Surf guitar is amazing. Yeah. Uh, and that's, you know, that tips me over a little bit into saying B lover is my favorite track just because it's just got that steady, surf guitar riffing going on but uh on the more emotional side of things old town it's just such a good song i really like their vocalist if i if what i was reading about them earlier today is if i've got that correct some of them knew each other from like fifth grade and that's how they met and then they had a drummer but then he had he had some medical problems and they had to find a new drummer eventually and then they were looking for a vocalist and they just heard this woman talk in like a cafe or a shop they were in. They're like, <laughs> we like your speaking voice. Wow. How would you like to try singing with our band? And turns out she killed it. So that's amazing. You know, just this weird, almost happenstance style that they came about as a band. And, and yet they're putting out this uh, this album of just really well put together, cohesive songs. They sound like they've known each other for a million years when it's just sort of been up and down and uh i really dig that i dig Good. i dig that sound and so yeah if you're if maybe you're not having like you're not having a great day you're feeling kind of mellow maybe it's overcast outside i say put on say sumi and just sort of you sit with your feelings for a little yeah. bit feel your feelings people you should always feel your feelings feel your feelings and then when you're done you know crank up bee lover and go for it go surfing somewhere yeah, but <laughs> but yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna tip it into old town just because i think that's more representative of the album as a whole so old town say sumi with uh their second full album where we were together all right so we're gonna we're gonna take a sharp right here (laughs) 
<laughs> so I don't know what it is about a perfect circle that I like so much. Maybe usually when a perfect circle album comes out, I know that a tool album is right around the corner. <laughs> Hopefully, fingers crossed, we got new music from them. Did you hear that track? Yes. I was very excited about yes. that. Yes. So we're we're coming out with a new Tool album, hopefully this year. That would nice. be great. Anyway, let's talk about Maynard's other project, <laughs> A Perfect Circle. Um, this is a strange band for me because I, I, I love Tool so much, and this is not Tool? Oh, no. Yeah, all. it's different. Very different. And it never really has been. Yeah. Um. But I've always like been like, oh, it's not Tool, so I don't care as much. But this, their new album, the, their fourth album, uh, Eat the Elephant, is goddamn good. <laughs> I absolutely loved this album. I remember like they released the single. I think they released uh, The Doomed and Disillusioned. And I went, these tracks are fucking great. And I am I am on board with this. I, I cannot wait to listen to this album. And, man, it's just, it covers everything it covers it's very political which usually his perfect circle albums are he released like um emotive which just had a bunch of like politically charged cover songs on it um and man this album's so good they, they, one of the songs that i really like is so long and thanks for all the fish <laughs> the name of is, that <laughs> yeah but but here, okay, so my relationship with A Perfect Circle is very sporadic. It's kind of been one of those things where a song might fall into my lap somehow at some point and I'll hear it and I'll either, I'm either into it or I'm just kind of like, eh, whatever. Yeah. And I move on. I'm, I tend to be a, much like what you were saying there at the start, a, a bit more of a Tool fan yes. than a Perfect Circle fan. But listening to this today, you know... I can totally get where there would be political edges, but I gotta, I gotta ask. Like, there was a, I felt like there was a lot of religious undertones yes, to this, which is uh, is that normal a, for them? It seems to be normal. Yes, okay. Defi- oh, definitely for okay. a perfect circle. I mean, if you look a little harder in the craziness that is Tool, I'm sure you could find it. Oh as well. yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah there's a lot of. Um, a lot of religious, uh, is it undertones? Yeah, undertones. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of that. Okay. There's a lot of religion and a lot of political stuff. Yeah, Behold the New Christ and stuff like that. Right. I almost feel like that song is about, because I believe the lyrics are Behold the New Christ, uh, the same old whore. Oh. Which I believe is, uh, so I don't know if he's trying to take some pot shots. I, yeah, I wonder. And I mean, the album is called Eat the Elephant. Right. So... <laughs> I mean, I know. you know, I don't think it takes too big of a stretch of the imagination to yeah. see where this could, what this could be about, yeah, <laughs> and who it could be about, yeah, because emotive, it was very much like, um, it was politically themed cover songs from the 2004 election. Okay, so, so yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> but yes, that is that is perfect circle to a a T. Uh, like I said, disillusioned the doom. So so long and. Uh, Thanks for all the fish, which is great for many reasons. Maybe yeah. because I mean it's a Douglas Adams uh, reference, but right? It also, he it 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 talks a lot about um, all all of the. So you could tell when this song was written in 2016. It talks about like Gene Wilder and David Bowie right. and Muhammad Ali and Prince and Carrie Fisher and stuff like that. Um, it's just uh, and you know he he of course just says we all cope in our our own absurd manner. Yes. No, it's, it's kind of, it's, it's, it's deep. It's a deep album and it's got a lot going into it. Uh, It almost, you know, playing it this morning, I was just like, this is too heavy for for my morning right now. I was like, I couldn't, couldn't do it right then. I kind of had to take it in bits and pieces uh, to kind of digest it a bit slower than, than I normally would. But really, you know, it's always solid music and it's always uh, very, thought-provoking and conscious lyrics that he's going for i would say hourglass is my favorite track nice the album nice um i had to listen to it a couple of times because i thought i was mishearing one of the lyrics okay um i thought there was a hard j in there but it was actually just the word two t-o-o uh i had to listen to it a couple of times because i was like this is i because i love that song and i was like i don't know if i can if you can't love it right throwing the hard j out there yeah but um uh, just uh, 
dr- the drums and all the uh, just oh, just great drummer, uh, yeah. good stuff going on there. So I would say Hourglass is my favorite thing. Without talking about Perfect Circle too much, please, Maynard, release that Tool album. <laughs> We know why we're really talking about a perfect circle, yes. and that's that is to put the call out for the new Tool album. <laughs> Please, it's been like sixteen years. Oh, that's gee. not even true, but I I think it's been fourteen. God damn, that is a long or time. Tw- twelve. It's been twelve. Twelve. That's a long. That's, that's a long, long time. That's a long time. You know, maybe sometime we'll just have to, you know, totally throw caution to the wind on one of these episodes and just talk about Stink Fist a little bit. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> I could talk about that album. So, okay, I mean, just real quick, they don't sell, they don't do digital at all. Do they not? No, they are not on any digital format. Holy shit, I don't think I I realized that. Yeah, so that is another thing why I'm like, I hope this album comes out and they also go, and also, here's all of our stuff. Here's all of it now. Thank you. (laughs) Because I I mean, I bought uh, Enema again, Mm -hmm. like two years ago, and just plugged it in my car and was like, god damn, this album is just... The it's best so album of the 90s. good. It's One of the so best. good. Anyway. No, I'm right there with you, man. All right. Well, again, let's take the steering wheel and 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 jar ourselves to the left of the lane. <laughs> I am. Just go ahead and talk about this. <laughs> okay. So a little, a little tiny, tiny bit of backstory here. I do scouting, uh, music-related scouting for yes. my professional job out there in the world. And one of the artists I stumbled upon early uh, in my job was a duo band called Confidence Man. And uh, I didn't read up on much about them. I just liked the sound of the two singles they had out at the time, which was Bubblegum and Boyfriend. And I was like, I'm really into this sound. It's kind of yeah. disco-y. It reminded me a little bit. Some of you out there might remember a group from, oh, God, it's probably been about 10 years now, but a duo called the Ting Tings. Yes. They reminded me of the Ting Tings a little bit. And I was like, I'm digging this. It makes me want to dance. It makes me want to kind of like play this at night or at a party or in a club or something. And I'm really into it. Kind of forgot about it after I scouted them. And then up they pop with uh, an actual album release here in April. And it's Confidence Man with an album called Confident Music for Confident People. I love this album. <laughs> it is so fucking fun, man. Yeah. So much of it is good. And it's, it's, it's their debut. Which is insane. Which is nuts. A lot of debuts this month. A lot of debuts this month. Like springtime. Yeah. It's, it's time for, for new growth, people. Uh, and one of the things they, you know, they're... They're kind of kicking around now that their their album is out there, but I saw some interview quotes of theirs, and they did an interview with uh, uh, NME, and I really liked... I saw this quote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really liked, there's not enough dork in dance. Yes. <laughs> I agree. And I totally agree. They're sort of tongue-in-cheek. They're, they're making fun of, I think, a lot of concepts that other songs not necessarily take too seriously, but they're sort of pushing the limit. I don't know if that comes down to the fact that they've kind of, you know, the fact that they're not in the United States. They're not a, right. you know, a band from here. But they've just got a sense of humor about themselves. But uh, they come from indie rock, psych rock backgrounds, decided to go this completely different route to do something a little more fun, a little more disco. And uh, it, it's just, it's cool. It's danceable. It's funny and fun i it's so good it's so this good. was for me i mean because i listen to everything that you you and then this came on and i went the fuck is this <laughs> and i was like i love this i wasn't sure like you know sometimes you hear singles and the album doesn't carry on with the strength right, of, of right, what right. you've heard and i enjoyed the kind of monotonish snarkiness of bubblegum and boyfriend I mean, even the snarkiness of Don't You Know I'm in a Band. And that is is the fucking song of that album. Perfect. And I highly recommend... Yeah, that song's amazing. I actually... That song, it's so fucking great. Sometimes I'll screenshot and I'll put them as like an Instagram post. I haven't put it yet, (laughs) but as soon as I heard that, I was listening to that song and then I looked and I went, oh my God, (laughs) this is the best. It is so good. And uh, I just actually saw the video for it this morning. Oh, I bet there. It, yeah. It's it's just it's takes like a, a like a trashy kind of Cosmo ish National Enquirer ish kind of magazine format 
but it's just them in the magazine in a variety yeah. of ridiculous articles. And it's all for, uh, yeah, Don't You Know I'm in a Band. And that song is the so fucking good. tops. Bubblegum's great. Yes. Boyfriend's great. Uh, yes. they're the closing track, All the Way, was one of my favorites. I was really digging yeah. that as well. But Don't You Know I'm in a Band stands out. This is a um, an album that I would want to seek out uh, when the remixes of them come out. Yes. Because I feel like there's a lot there you can do. Oh, a lot you could play with. Yeah. And I'm... I'm real curious, you know, I haven't heard anything yet, but I, I kind of want to hear some feedback uh, online and stuff about how they are live. Because if they are oh, yeah. as kinetic and inner energy going on as this album is for me, then I can't imagine their live shows would just be... Oh, they'd be insane. They'd kick some serious ass. So Confidence Man putting out their debut here in April. Confident music for confident people. It's good stuff. Hell yeah. So we're um, kind of... <laughs> In our sloppy sixth. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm... A, I, I, wait, how many albums have I talked about? One, two, three, four. This will be my fifth. Is it your fifth? Okay. Okay. But we're... Uh, I'm going to try and talk about this as quickly as possible. <laughs> so this is a band I heard about, I want to say, two or three albums ago. Um they have some some great songs that I enjoyed off uh, that release, which is escaping me at the moment. I believe it was called Be the Void. And I was right. It was called <laughs> Be the Void. Uh, and that was in 2012. Apparently, I forgot about this band. And then they came back and I went, oh, yeah, Dr. Dog. Oh, yeah, that guy. <laughs> I love Dr. Dog. Um, this is their 11th album. It's an indie rock kind of thing. Um, sounds... They have a pretty. Uh, he has a unique voice. He I does. Oh yeah. They have a unique sound too. This uh, this sounds almost nothing like uh, "Be the Void," which was the last album I heard from them. Wasn't okay. My recollection may be really off, but the one like album or or songs that stand out for Doctor Dog is way back when I worked at the radio station back in North Carolina, and I felt like there were some like rap elements to what Doctor Dog did at some point. Um. I in would some way or not be surprised, <laughs> but you could also maybe be thinking of, I mean, you could be correct, but you could probably another band that I, that kind of sort of not really could be like them is, oh man, is escaping me right now. Um, if I do some, some quick searching, I can remember the name of this band because I know that one of the guys is in um, a band with um, an, another one, a person I'm obsessed with, Mike Patton. Oh, okay. Um, he is he is also very great. And nice. The name of that band is <laughs> it's not Dead Cross because that's his metal band. Oh, yeah, that's the metal uh, band. Oh, Faith No More. I know who you're talking yes, about. Yes, yeah. He. Oh my goodness. What is the name of this band? It's gonna. It's gonna kill me if i cannot remember <laughs> the name of this band i hate when that happens man i hate it so much right now and <laughs> as i try to talk through this <laughs> do you have anything you want to say about dr dog uh dr dog okay so regardless of whether my recollection is right or not listening to this this current release and you were saying this is their 11th album which yes. damn i had no idea dr dog had been uh making music for this long yeah but um it's it's Kind of like at first I wanted to be like, oh, this is sort of indie folkish kind of stuff. TV on the radio. Oh, fuck. TV on the radio. I, I love TV on the radio. I think that might be who you're thinking of. Kind of maybe. <laughs> they have some rap elements to them. I have to dig deeper. Also, check out the Nevermen. That's him. <laughs> okay. It's great. I, I'll have to dig deeper on, on Dr. Dog and see what's triggering my memory that, that way. But um, as I listened to this album in particular... It got better as it went along yes, for me. Yes, definitely. Like, for, it started off and I was just like, eh, I'm not feeling this too much. Yeah. But then I think, what track was it? I think by the time we got into like, oh, Heart Killer, which I know is- That's it's, the song. Is that yours? Yeah. Yeah. Heart Killer, I really enjoyed. I enjoyed Virginia Please. Virginia Please is a great song. I was like, too. okay, this is a this is yeah. hitting it a bit more. So uh, so yeah, why, why is this your, your choice for April then, man? I don't know. I just like Dr. Dog. (laughs) I think what it came down to, I saw Dr. Dog released a new album. I went, I'm going to listen to that. I listened to it 
I liked it. I think people <laughs> should check it out. Uh, Go Out Fighting's great as well. Uh, Under the Wheels and Coming Out of the Darkness is a great song too. Yeah. I think that actually ends the album. I don't know. It's just a fun indie rock. <laughs> And thing. that's true. That's Check that's kind out. of the, that's kind of the sound of it. You know, it, it's yeah. it's nothing. I think that's like debut level of like shaking your world. Oh, it's, this yeah, is yeah, yeah. this is a, a group that's been doing their thing for a, gr- a while. Grizzled old vet, Doctor Dog. Yeah, grizzled <laughs> Doctor Dog, exactly. And uh, yeah, man, it, it kind of it's a grower, but it, yes. it does grow on you. So yes. I'll definitely go with that. All right, so now. I'm gonna get to my six. It's it's kind of sliding in at home at the last second. This album, as in I <laughs> put it on, on there the replay, today, yeah. and uh, and it was one that I had actually listened to about a week or so ago, but wasn't sure it was gonna make the cut for me. Right. And much like the Doctor Dog, where I'm concerned, it's kind of having to grow on me a little bit. I, I yeah. I can't say I love it, and and I don't want to say that I fully like it either. I just. There's potential there yeah. for me to like it more as time goes on if I can kind of sit with it perhaps in a different frame of mind than just like, oh, shit, I need that sixth album. This one yeah. works good for me. But that's not to say that I haven't liked some of the stuff that I've heard from this group before because I've heard them off and on over the past couple of years thanks to all my, my music blog following. Yeah. So uh, this is Speedy Ortiz uh, with their third full album called Twerp verse and uh if you're any any old school comic readers out there might recognize the name of this band because it's actually the name of a character from the comic book titled love and rockets uh speedy oh. Ortiz. and uh it's got kind of it, it's got a 90s sound to it it made me think a lot especially the vocalist made me think a lot of old liz fair and okay. and that kind of style like exile and guyville time period yeah and um it's got that disaffected kind of angsty vibe going on uh some singers are bringing that back now like courtney barnett and maybe even to a small degree one of our choices from earlier on this uh this show lucy dacus Mm, just that kind of you know they're working their shit out in the music yes you know but this one definitely has that 90s kind of riot girl edge to it a little bit okay the the twerp verse i think is a great name for this because there's something youthful and angsty about her voice it it doesn't it doesn't sound mature but i don't think it has to yeah that's kind of the vibe i get from it but um alt rock little grungy uh it it kind of took me a few listens to figure out what track like to decide if my original choice of my favorite track was really my favorite or not and uh it pretty much sealed the deal and it is the opening track it's the one that leads it off buck me off i love everything about it i like the title because i feel like maybe so it's a sad. tiny little play of words so there ch- ch- listen to this. <laughs> and i like the song itself it's got a really good kind of driving sound to it but in again in that kind of 90s grungy sort of way and the lyrics i'm just really digging the fucking lyrics i wrote down some it she kind of changes a word or two each time she gets to the chorus so it made it hard for me to kind of get it yeah. the exact way but like She's talking about just being in league with the devil. You better buck me off. <laughs> and she kind of keeps just repeating that sentiment, but with slightly different words each time. So basically, she's, she's hanging with the devil. Great. And, in, and if you don't get rid of her, uh, you know, she's going to drag you down. And uh, it's just delivered in such a cool way that it's, it's easily my favorite. So Perfect. Speedy Ortiz, twerp verse, and uh, buck me off is my song choice off of that one. So I have a confession to make. This next, this this sixth album, the the oh yeah, we need six, we need six <laughs> songs. That's the thing we said. Um, I think this is the first album I've listened to from this band, start to finish. Oh, okay. And by like, I've never start. I'm sorry. This is the first album I've ever listened of theirs. I know of their songs. I know you know. Right. Um, but after 12 albums, apparently I decided I should listen to a Pennywise album. <laughs> um, I think I'm familiar enough with singles from Pennywise that I know their, their sound and they haven't really changed much, which is fine. If it's, they're holding steady, if it's not broken. Don't fix it. <laughs> That's right. Um, 
very politically charged album, um, Never Gonna Die, which is, I guess, also fitting, 12 albums in. Yeah. Um, very political album. I mean, uh, we had to pick a sixth album. But also, <laughs> um, this was going to go over Dr. Dog, but I, lo- I really liked the Dr. Dog album, and then I realized, well, they can both go in there. Right, so exactly. You got that one slot left, man. Um, I mean... It's a punk rock album. What, what more? Do, what do you want me to say? So, <laughs> I mean, my favorite song off of it is A Little Hope. Uh, I mean, check it out because, I mean, I was not going to check it out. And then I did. And I went, this is pretty good. I enjoy this. So, I mean, that's really all I have to say about my sixth album. Well, and you know what? It, it just kind of noticing a, a tiny theme in yours and, and the small one, at least on a couple of things with mine. Uh, it's just this political theme, you know, we're, we're in a, we're in a time right now where I think a lot of us are angry and a lot of us are trying to figure out how do we Uh deal with what's going on and where do we put all that emotion and, you know, as, as, as it has always been, music is one of the first places where people call out the ills of the world uh, one way or the other, or you know, at least stick their foot stick their foot in the face of the people that are yeah. pissing them off. And I think there's no better avenue sometimes than just straight up punk rock. Oh, man. I agree. You know, it's also I mean the song I picked is called A "Little Hope," which yeah. is it's, you know it's great. I mean, there's a lot like America lies, American <laughs> lies, uh, won't give up this fight. You know, we set fire, stuff like that. But you know, in the middle there. A little hope. I see. I like. I like that. I think that's the best way to to wrap up our April month. You yeah. know, here we were coming into it a little yes. with with a little hope that it might go well, musically yeah. speaking. And uh, you know, all in all, listening to our choices for this month, you know, listening to it all together, it's actually pretty fucking solid. Yeah, I I was. When I listened to yours, because I'm like, mine, I don't know. I think it'll be fine. <laughs> but then when I listened to yours, I went, yeah, this is a pretty solid. It's this is a solid month. Pretty solid month. And and again, just people kind of saving saving this like kind of in-your-face energy yeah. uh, for, for April releases. So I'm kind of digging that. So excellent choices. And I think we said... What did we, didn't we say we, we would take a look forward from now on? We'd be like, hey, let's let's look at... Releases yeah, for um, May that might I can I can speak of one release that I am super excited about. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually wasn't sure when the album would be dropping, and then read yesterday that it was going to come out in May, and then was told at work today uh, that they're doing a show at the Fox either this weekend or next weekend, and it's already sold out. And I was like, God damn it! Uh, so it's a a group called Beach House, and I fucking love them. Um, I just went, what? Because I feel like I know Beach House. Beach House is glorious. They have, again, they're kind of hitting into that dream pop sound, indie. Um, uh, Let's see, the lead singer, Victoria Legrand, I think is her name. But um, she's got such an amazing voice. And I've been wanting to see them live. They're one of my bands of like, if I get a chance, I want to see them because I really like their albums. A whole fucking lot and yeah their show in oakland is sold out already oh. and i was like shit but uh <laughs> at least you know at least i could come back at work to be like but their album's coming out in may yeah their, their next album and i'm really looking forward to it they've dropped a couple of singles uh that are probably going to be on it i think one's called lemon and the other one's called glow or something like that but uh when i heard him i was like oh I just want to drown in their sound. It's so good. How about you, man? I have some bad news for you, Mary. What? Probably going to be listening to a lot of metal this month. <laughs> so I'm just going through. May is for metal, man. It might be. Dimu Borgier is coming out with an album on my birthday. Happy Ooh, birthday happy to birthday me. to you, man. Um, have you ever heard Dimu Borgier? I have heard like a track. That's I, it. I saw Dimu Borgier at OzFest one year, and I was obsessed with... Um, one of their albums, and the first thing the lead singer said was, we have been sent here to do the devil's work. <laughs> and I went, fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah you have it. <laughs> uh, we have Australia's own Parkway Drive. They are great as well. Uh, Seven Dust, one of my favorite albums. Oh, yeah. Do know I them. Want. I yeah. want to see At the Gates, Five Finger Death Punch. Ooh, Five Finger Death Punch. Damn. 
Bleeding Through coming out with a new album. I don't know why Hoobastank's in here. Lord Eye's coming out with a new album, too. So uh, metal-wise, looks pretty good. I'm also randomly on the other side of that. <laughs> Interested to see what Snow Patrol has for us this year. Okay, now I'll, I'll be honest with you. Snow Patrol is one of those bands that I really fucking loved, like 10, 10 you know, seven, ten years ago. Seven would be correct. Yeah, yes. I, I was really into into the music I would hear from them quite a bit. So that's kind of cool. I'm very interested to see what they have for us, considering yeah. they put out a greatest hits. Oh, jeez. A couple of years ago. Arctic right. Monkeys also coming out with a new Dude, album. I've got so many people. I, I have my my lowly little music blog that I still kind of keep up with these days. And uh, some of the people who follow it, they are losing their shit over Arctic Monkeys coming back around. Yeah, let's do it. I, I, I love Arctic Monkeys. I was a huge fan of their debut album. Really got into it a lot. Uh, it's the... The one with the dude with the cigarette. Yeah, with the dude. Yeah, the Hell dude yeah. on the cigarette on the front, and um, uh, it'll be cool stuff. to see because I think Alex Turner is their their lead vocalist and kind of the man behind it all, and he's got such a cool voice. Uh, I'll put I'll put it out there. I am pretty damn certain, people, that there somewhere out there in the universe there is a a, a version of oh man, which song is it? Oh, you only live twice or diamonds are forever or something. one of the james bond themes right where alex turner is the one singing it huh. go, go dig it up boys and girls <laughs> interesting um also echo and the bunnyman coming out with a new album this you know what props to that i fucking yes. love echo and the bunnyman oh, I do too. you know it that is everything my 80s heart ever needs is music of that nature and uh i yeah Keep, keep singing forever. Sing until you fall into the grave, is what I say to Echo in the Bunny. Let's do it. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, those are our picks for April 2018 and, and a little look forward into what's coming up in yeah. May. Uh, you can find the link for our Spotify playlist for these April choices, uh, along with the link to this episode, yes. which you'll be able to hear on SoundCloud at in a, uh, the SoundCloud page for Night of the Living Geeks. Uh, you can also listen to it at notlg.com. Uh, we're up on iTunes, I do believe, yes, right? Yes, we are. And you can like and follow us over on Facebook. I believe it's month- still Monthly MD that I have it at, at Monthly MD. Perfect. And, uh, that's the Twitter as well. That's the Twitter as well. So uh, it's easy. One-stop shop in there uh, to find us online. And uh, until May rolls around, Metal May is what it sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> Goodness. Should be interesting. <laughs> Polish up the devil horns and we'll, we'll catch you back in, uh, in May of 2018. See ya. This has been a Night of the Living Geeks production. For more information and content, visit notlg.com.